Hello and welcome to Phi Gravity listeners. We are so thrilled and excited to have a new guest today. This is Dr. Shashi Godki, and Dr. Shashi has a really fascinating background. She is a certified health and life coach and a dentist. She's been practicing dentistry for 20 years and found her passion in health and life coaching. She had suffered herself from various health issues and she overcame them with lifestyle and habit changes. And she loves to help women with fat loss and gaining back their health in a natural way so that they can excel to their true potential in life without any roadblocks. So welcome, Dr. Shashi. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much, Juliana. I'm honored to be here. And thanks for inviting me on your show. Yeah. Very happy to have you. Uh, I don't recall how we got connected, but I do recall seeing your Facebook group, uh, Post-Pregnancy Fat Loss, and I uh, love what you're doing on there. Um, mm -hmm. You recently hosted a class that really got me inspired to invite you on here and talk about some of the programs and some of the things you're doing to help women. But I think it would be good to start with um, a little bit of your health story. So if you'd start that, that'd be great. Awesome. Thank you so much. And um, uh, thanks for, you know, appreciating what I'm doing and um, being, uh, I was able to connect with you through my class. And uh, so that's amazing. Thank you. So um, this has been very exciting journey for me, the health coaching. Like you said, I have been practicing dentistry over 20 years, actually now, and I've been practicing in different parts of the world because I was born and brought up in India. And that's where I went to school. And um, and then I moved. I also uh, visited different countries like Papua New Guinea and worked there as a dentist. And then after marriage, I got mm. to U.S. And I'm here for about, uh, um, I would say, yeah, more than um, almost, yeah, uh, 18 years now. Yeah. So it's been amazing wow. journey. And with mm. that, I love dentistry. But then the reason I got into health coaching was, like I said, I was born, brought up in India and my teenage years, that's when I started struggling with um, health issues. I was uh, diagnosed with uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, which is an hormonal disorder. Most women, like lots of women, suffer with this around the world. And so it's so silent, like so many of us don't even know that women are suffering, but it's very um, deep indeed, like the way they feel and the, it's just uh, crazy. So I started having those issues right from the teenager, like when I started getting my periods, that was around 12 years, uh, 12 years of age when I was 12 year old. And um, for an year, I was okay. And then I started having irregular periods. This was a part of the polycystic ovarian syndrome, the hormonal um, uh, imbalances which were happening in my body. And um, other thing was, of course, mood swings and low energies and uh, anemia because of heavy bleeding and uh, all those things. Mm, yeah. yeah. And uh, most of mm. this is part, it's a big, at that time I didn't know. And actually the doctors did not diagnose till very late. At that time in India, it was more like, just give symptomatic treatment like iron tablets or even I got injections because my uh, hemoglobin levels dropped very low for that. And um, 
so um, eventually by the time I was diagnosed, I went through life like that. I didn't, didn't realize that I was having such a major thing. I thought that's how it is because I was like, uh, mm -hmm. it was that time it, uh, when I was uh, that age, it, the PCOS was not that well known or people wouldn't talk about it. Women wouldn't talk about it. It was like a taboo to talk about periods or things like that, mm -hmm. especially in India, you know, that time now it's changing. Uh, and my mom also said, oh, it's not a bit, it happens, maybe stress, this, that. And of course, I was um, working hard in school, trying to get into a medical school, dentistry. So I focused my full attention on that, not caring about my diet or lifestyle, or but it was like no sleep, proper sleep and uh, no proper nutritious diet and no proper activity. So that was one of the reasons, of course, uh, PCOS genetics but then it really expresses more when you don't take care of your lifestyle um, which yeah. includes everything nutrition exercise uh, your everyday activities being right like you know and stress stress is a major factor so which was all for me this yeah. thing right so that's how it started mm -hmm. and by the time Anyway, uh, I went through life and I think at 24, that's when I got married and came to US. Um, and here it was diagnosed of PCOS that I could, uh, and I was put on birth control uh, to again take care of my regular periods. Yes, uh, that went on for a few years still, but still they did not uh, go to the root cause of my problem like you know it was all symptomatic they did not tell me like okay you could change your lifestyle what's happening how are you doing like what is it or they did not refer to me somebody who could help me like the gynecologist or doctors so they said you probably have to live with it because it's genetics and you have to take medications so your symptoms are like you know better like uh, you don't suffer from the other problems but eventually like that went on for a few years with birth control and then I already also had uh, high, um, insulin resistant diabetes which is part of PCOS and cysts in my uterus yeah. <laughs> so all that so because of the birth control I was able to have regular periods but the problem hadn't gone I still was in inside having issues and the mm -hmm. sugar sugar levels were borderline high insulin was high so then they put me on metformin also and that uh, caused me in even more increased weight gain and I wouldn't say yeah. weight gain it's more of a fat gain that's why I say fat loss in my programs because I my weight was always very low in the beginning when I was a teenager and early adult like in my 20s my weight was I was very skinny actually mm -hmm. and uh, I was still not healthy right so it's not about right. weight because my fat percentage was high though I was skinny so yes and I suffered the worst health when I was skinny and uh, my fat percentage was high and after I started taking the medications even like it got even higher so I yeah. my weight like I looked overweight like I was increased with weight plus the fat percentage even though it went higher so in the I experienced that skinny fat and fat fat kind of thing in both the times I was, yeah in both the cases I was uh, not healthy right so so the main thing was getting that fat under control, losing the fat, but getting healthy. That is my, um, this thing. So when I was 30, um, 
I had gestational diabetes. I was still taking everything. And uh, that's when was the turning point. At that time, I was like very scared for my baby because they said you will have to take insulin shots to keep the sh sugars low. Otherwise, she will suffer. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, that's when I really looked into, uh, started researching, looking into things and uh, started um, you know uh, doing different things to uh, see what works for me and of course it was starting off with changing in my diet portion sizes and uh, uh, doing some being more active and also get taking less stress uh, so those things worked for me and sleep there were so there are so many factors and it started working and miraculously like I wouldn't say a miracle but uh, after, uh, I didn't had to take like insulin shots but also after I delivered and I stopped breastfeeding when I got my periods back for the first time they became regular without any birth control or any medications mm, that's great yeah and great great yes <laughs> so and yeah exactly it's like great for me it was like a miracle because I thought like I was actually nervous that once I have my periods back after you know, stop, uh, I get them because for the first time when I was pregnant, I felt free that I didn't have to take any medications and I didn't have any periods. Mm. So once I started, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like such a freedom, right? <laughs> so, so this COVID and what is going around right now, that doesn't bother me at all because I suffered for 15 years from having my own problems which right. yeah like every month to think oh my god will this stop and having those uh, mood swings and um, some when, yeah. When, yeah when i was in um, when i was taking the medications even the birth control caused me migraines and i had suicidal mm -hmm. tendencies sometimes it was depression because of depression so i didn't know i was like oh. <laughs> i just thought this is the way uh, it is because i'm stressed or something because i was stressed from working in the hospital doing dentistry going to school like all those other professional issues right so sure. yeah so those were yeah, yeah exactly and staying away coming here away from family then staying away from my husband in new york city and 9-11 happened the same week as I joined uh, my NYU dental school to become a dentist here again. So, oh, yeah. So it was, yeah, exactly. So it was. That's a lot. I know. And uh, now that I think about it, it's a lot. But I was thinking like I, I was mentally strong, I think emotionally a little strong, but uh, still, um, I thought the reason I was feeling the way is just because I was away from people and, you know, that's why I was feeling so depressed. But there was internal reason also because of my hormones and the medications. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. but when I was pregnant and I went off all those medications and I started with the lifestyle change, I totally felt like a different person. I was like yeah. all this feeling happy. Uh, feeling energetic though I was pregnant and I loved it and um, uh, afterwards when I had my baby uh, I didn't have any uh, depression you, usually they say you will have postpartum depression or things like that uh, for me it was the opposite because I continued my lifestyle change slowly and uh, steadily mm -hmm. and the biggest thing is sleep and stress 
were the two biggest things I was uh, thing because I was like every day I would read up and experiment and trial and error and I kept on it. <laughs> so right. yeah, and um, that's when. So when I got my periods back again after uh, a year and a half after I stopped, I was like so scared that I will start getting those irregular periods and will have to take meds again like metformin and high insulin and all. But uh, they started and they were fine, regular. And when I went for the blood wow. test, the doctor said, you don't need any more metformin or birth control. Looks like my cysts had decreased and almost disappeared. They were very small in yeah. the uterus. The cysts had disappeared. Plus my blood sugars were normal. Insulin was normal. And Wonderful. yeah, and uh, regular periods for the first time in my life, month to month and no heavy bleeding or missing out on periods. Mm -hmm. So that was like around 31, uh, 31 or 32 that I went back to normal. And now I'm 45 and no going back. It's been every year. It's been better and better. <laughs> I just turned 45 last week. So yeah, a few days back. Congratulations. Too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, May thirtieth was my birthday, so a few days back. <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I think my story may be slightly similar mm -hmm. in that I had uteroids, uh -huh. lots of stress issues, awesome. mm -hmm. um, very manufacturing management jobs, mm -hmm. and you know, big, beautiful, amazing projects I was doing. But I would do seventy-hour work weeks, and then you know, managing a household and family and and um eating not great yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yeah most women yeah <laughs> a lot of sugar of course a lot of lots of, of cakes and candies and and things along those lines um so it's great to hear another story of someone who overcame things mm -hmm. um i really like this is um is on stress management as well as mindset and the mm -hmm. way you, how you approach this, because I think that's a missing piece mm -hmm. in programs is the mindset piece of it. I think everybody knows how they're supposed to eat. Yes. Right. Um, but I can tell you, yes. I mean, I remember saying to my husband years back, I know what I need to mm -hmm. be healthy. I just don't. Mm -hmm. So how did, can you, mm -hmm. how your program talks to mindset? And you okay. Know, think about yes. This. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's so much about mindset. It's like so many things. Like we, uh, like we say, we are suffering still. Being so much of information out there, we all are. So many women are suffering. Like in my group, who are like uh, excess fat or diabetes or things. So I wonder why. And when we look at everything, there is information, but uh, there it's first of all, it's not curated towards. It's not customized. And second, there is like you said, there is no mindset change. Uh, we are told to do it, you do it automatically, but you don't, uh, you know, think about it. You don't think about it. You don't think why you should be doing it or how can you change your habits and uh, your the way you look at things, the way you uh, apply things or why you should be doing, changing your beliefs at deprogramming the beliefs which were like uh, causing you problems. Like yeah. I should be 
yeah like simple things like um you know uh it's like i should be eating uh, like comfort foods like you and i both of us like i loved carbs and you said you like sugar like now thinking about why are we liking these things like why do we need them and then yeah. sometimes people say you like them you should eat you shouldn't uh, you know sacrifice those things it's not important and uh it's like uh, it's okay to be overweight and this and that and you're still beautiful things like that right so people get confused with that uh so many times women think like okay i'm still beautiful it's for the, if you're looking at to do something for your looks you know you want to yeah. lose fat for your looks then it doesn't work because then there are do- so many different kind of uh, opinions out there saying oh you shouldn't be you look beautiful no matter what why should you and then you you but the main thing is we have to remember that it's for our health yeah. right it's uh, you could be overweight like the but the weight could be from muscles bones and organs and tissues right so it's not just from fat it's not just from fat so you it's the fat percentage so when if you are not feeling good that is the main thing if you are not feeling good and you have this mood swings and low energies and underlying health issues like thyroid where you have to take medications or pcos that means something is wrong yes. so we have to look at it yeah exactly we have to look at it that way to so that then you get the real encouragement and motivation to go through the changes you need to um you know make a change and then uh, lose that fat and gain that health back the right way from yeah. inside out yeah it's uh, so it's kind of looking changing your mindset into really wanting why you want that and what is really what it's not just for the looks but to be healthy and um, changing your beliefs also like you don't have to we have we associate pleasant ex- pleasurable experiences with uh, like uh, things like if you have a birthday party you eat like something sweet right so mm-hmm. you are associating a happy moment like a birthday with a sweet thing so yeah. that's why we like sweets because <laughs> we have that uh, ha- you know something you are associating with some happiness so if you can associate like uh, happiness with a healthy food mm-hmm. then you will start loving that food too yeah very right so Yeah. It it was interesting as I was doing my research. Uh, early on when I started mm-hmm. when I said to one of my coworkers I'm going back to school to become a naturopath uh to help people mm-hmm. get healthy and his comment was, "Well, you can't help people get healthy. You're fat." And I it uh, was interesting because yeah. as I've seen my clients, I have many clients who are de- by definition thin and I recall mm-hmm. a statistic that said that 60% of quote thin people have mm-hmm. metabolic issues such as heart disease diabetes cholesterol although i i challenge the cholesterol myth but um you know mm-hmm. things those lines and so it's not a it, to your point that you made early on it's not necessarily someone who has a larger waistline that can benefit mm-hmm. from fat loss because you may not even see the adipose internal fat that is is contributing to illness and your you mentioned like sluggishness mm-hmm. doesn't have a whole yes. and things along those lines so it isn't even always about uh the waistline changes <laughs> but, yes exactly but it's about mm-hmm. the yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You are so right. Yeah, it's like, and we have experienced it, right? Uh, it's exact. And sometimes um, you, that 60% is sometimes so many of us like um, uh, with the, the skinny fat, which we call like when you're skinny and have that excess fat is much more dangerous because then you are not even taking care of your diet or life because it's not seen. It, yeah. You cannot see that fat, right? So it's much more dangerous because you tend to eat whatever you like and you are not really. And sometimes people suffer from silent tissues like heart disease and things which come up suddenly because they are not uh, thinking so that could be even more dangerous so yeah health is for everybody like you said yeah it doesn't have to be uh, just the waistline just the weight yeah, waistline I have experienced mm -hmm. clients of mine who moved from other countries who were healthier mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. or may not be healthy, but were healthier until they came to the United States and started eating the standard American diet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> challenges to it. Uh, most of which, you know, we're told, you know, it's healthy to eat Cheerios, but if you dig into Cheerios and you look mm -hmm. at the and the glyphosate and the additives and the food colorings and the, you know, things along those lines, the downstream health impacts are, you know, that can't qualify as a health food. <laughs> No, exactly, exactly. You have to, you have to read the labels on everything nowadays. Like even like foods which say organic and natural doesn't mean that they are healthy. You know, yeah. like you still look at the so many times, and then the big misconception is fat. Fat causes problems. So people try to eat fat-free foods, which I did initially when I was trying to uh, kind of lose fat after I put on weight or I would get a lot of acne. So I would think that the oils causing it, things yeah. like that. Yeah. So if we cut out on good fats, it actually gets worse. Your body traps more fat. Um, so we have to kind of balance it out and not go fat free because fat-free products out there uh, have more sugars in them to make them more tasty or more additives in them. Yeah. So exactly. And, and aspartame, which is common in fat-free uh -huh. diet foods, if yeah, you will. Um, slows down liver metabolism, which slows down the metabolism of fats and the elimination mm -hmm. of hormones and the processing of nutrients and, you know, the 500 or so things that we know of that the liver does on a daily basis. Yes. And so diet, yes. as an example, actually causes, I think probably if you looked at it, um, mm -hmm. I don't have a economy, but I would guess you'd see a statistic that said that diet soda actually contributes to more with yeah. tension and or gain than it could ever contribute to loss. Exactly. And that soda and the processed food, like when you said earlier, uh, yeah, it will, because of the additives and chemicals in it without, and it still has the acidity, which is so bad for us yeah. because in as when we are like diet soda or any kind of juice, when you have your acidity increases and, uh, you know, you can't have health in an acidic body, right? right. So we need, it needs to be so alkal alkaline, the right alkaline. And the reason, again, people coming in U.S. suffer from sudden weight gain or more health issues is processed foods are so easily available and yeah. uh, cheaper than the very natural or things, foods. And, of course, uh, it's so easy to get. And the portion sizes are huge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we get yeah. used to, yeah. 
been shifting again to large lunches, smaller dinners. Mm -hmm. uh, I too got away from it when we were going through the last period of life over the last couple of years. And my husband commented last night, he goes, you mm -hmm. didn't eat very dinner. And I said, purposely, I, you know, <laughs> sleep better. I don't eat as much for dinner. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Wake up better mm -hmm. when a smaller dinner, you know, I just generally feel better um, across the board. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so much like, and eating it early in the uh, evening time, like, you know, don't eating, eat, not eating too late. And it, it feels so much better the next day morning. You are, uh, that's a big, big thing. Yeah. Especially yeah. the right dinner and <laughs> taking time right. before bed. Yeah. Well, I think you and I could probably talk all day about wonderful tips and options. <laughs> talk more about the program itself. So, uh, yeah, thank you for giving me this opportunity for sharing my programs. And like as a health coach, again, I have been helping women all across the world because it's online programs, which I talk by audio or the phone or Internet. And it's been an amazing journey. Like uh, so many of them, like I said, they are not just uh, losing that fat, but they are being able to stop their medications, which they had for blood pressure or thyroid or things like that. So they, they're yeah. getting into healthy lifestyle. And uh, I have a few programs like um, the, I started off with one on one coaching, which is for three months, because I believe what I do is I work a lot on mindset in my programs uh, because we all give you and I try to make it more customized, the diets and nutrition, more customized for your genes, your background, where you are living, the environment, mm -hmm. your lifestyle, the stress levels you have. So that is important because the programs out there are more generalized. They give it one one diet doesn't work for everybody. Like I have my own, I won't say what I'm eating, you should eat and get the same results. I try to figure out what will help you exactly uh, because we do uh, a few um Ex, uh, experiment in a week or so and figure out what energy what food gives um, my client energy and what takes away the energy and some people may be so sensitive to healthy foods so we have to figure that out so yeah. Um, yeah that is the major thing and the mindset of course so what I do is I take out the habits which they are usually uh, used to unhealthy ones and replace them with healthy habits and slowly make them into behaviors so that those are the two main things of mine so over time they even after they stop the program they you know can no they become more conscious of their bodies and they can change uh, according to their age they can change their diets and uh, they can do on themselves they can take care of their lifestyles and food habits without this thing so the programs basically are the three-month coaching one-on-one -on -one, for people who need like more to go have underlining health issues and more fat to lose uh, for women. And uh, there is also a group program actually, which I'm starting next week. Um, it's awesome. There are a few uh, wonderful ladies in there and it's like a eight to 12 week again, group program with one-on-one -on -one coaching and then some group coaching, which uh, you get a natural cleanse in there which is a three-week cleanse, which will help them to figure out what foods they are sensitive to. We take the foods normally sensitive to and then reintroducing them to make sure if they are, uh, how they do with the foods, which 
locally people are sensitive to and also so those are then there is a three week cleanse by itself people uh, women can do initially to start off to kind of gently clean their bodies of the sensitive irritating foods and then uh, they can do that to kick start off their fat loss too so but my eventual goal is for them to have a long term and like be independent and be able to figure out their own body needs you know without yeah. yeah without customizing so these are the programs i have yeah that's wonderful uh i think the coaching is important and if i can speak to it um from personal experience um before i um before i started my own program i'm mm-hmm. really tightly independent kind of person mm-hmm. so I want to, uh, I might speak to those individuals if there's any <laughs> listening that, um, as much as we like to pave our own path, mm-hmm. uh, important and will speed up your process. If you work with someone who has the experience and the training to help you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's worth the investment, uh, mm-hmm. to help get that. And, and really it becomes a, um, as much a time versus mm-hmm. money discussion uh because there's no time like the present to get healthy uh i believe the the situation that we've got going on globally now has brought more a spotlight to the need for addressing uh long-term health issues and not accepting the fact that there's nothing you can do about it but Mm -hmm. take a medication your life exactly Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah I learned very strongly in my schooling, and I suspect you did as well, yes. is that the human body is incredibly powerful in its healing and balancing process. It's It needs us to make good decisions, and it mm-hmm. needs us to know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so. yeah. yeah, to pay attention to it. You know, it was, when I started paying attention to my body, it was, okay, so I figured out along the way that if I ate ice cream at night, I was sluggish in the morning. Yes, so at first I was like, okay, so I won't eat ice cream. And then I tried ice cream, a little bit of ice cream with some nuts on it. That was a little bit better, but mm-hmm. I still was sluggish. Mm-hmm. So I found, okay, well, dairy's not a great thing for me. Yes. Um, so eventually cut cow's milk dairy out and, and went away from it altogether and no more sluggishness. Awesome. So mm-hmm. there's a lot to be said for that experimentation, but it might be a whole lot faster working with someone else. So. Exactly. Absolutely. And like I said, I wish I had somebody when I was doing the experiment for years, like through trial and error and my medical background did help, but it took me years. So it will like cut down so much of time for you because time is like so important for joining. And we always have that accountability and support because I I felt lonely at that time, you know, and uh, confused because people said, you look fine. Why do you have to um lose uh, fat or what's your problem like why are you not eating this or that <laughs> so i'm like it's not about losing fat it's about how i feel you know like you said if i eat uh, dairy i did feel bloated and um, i started thinking about that and yeah it's possible not to feel bloated when you don't eat dairy for me and that's when yeah exactly and uh, when i eat carbs 
like high carbs, like especially the white processed ones, within like yeah. half hour, I start feeling sleepy. And I was yeah. like, so, um, so why? Like, why should we feel that? And it's not, doesn't have to be like that. So I can figure these out things out for uh, people. And it's like a, uh, the, it's something which is invaluable, like your health and why waste more time, right? Yes. Um, and getting the right guidance is very important like you are doing it and so many health coaches are doing it out there it's uh, amazing like so yeah people do should take the help because I myself have different coaches again uh, because we are always growing and learning right <laughs> yes you're not absolutely. perfect with uh, anything so um, that's no, that, that's the fun part of the journey right mm -hmm. so it is new and exciting things and putting mm -hmm. them into place how much further we can take mm -hmm. our our health but then once you once you've recaptured that mm -hmm. you start thinking about oh uh -huh. I, can, I can take a hiking trip or i can go whitewater rafting or i can you know i could go play basketball for 45 minutes in the driveway with my kids there's there are things mm -hmm. that you can do that you would not have thought about in the midst of illness oh my god absolutely like what you said just now thank you for reminding me because i was <laughs> like um yeah i didn't know when i was until the age of 30 like before my i started becoming more active and started doing the things which i was really passionate about after i I delivered and had my first baby like i was totally opposite person like before it was more of school and I was a like a bookworm or a nerd and all that. I was mm. so quiet, introvert. <laughs> so it's not just about yeah. health, but inside out, like how emotionally and mentally you get strong and phys physically, yeah. of course, but the otherwise the emotions and your mindset changes and you start loving yourself and you start mm. feeling this. Uh, uh, before would be I would be selfish to do something like for myself, but no, you start feeling good. You start loving your body from like the way it is inside out, giving it that respect by taking care of it, and um, yeah. doing things you really passionate about. Like I started dancing, um, <laughs> which I never thought I was so. I was uh, such a like scared of public speaking and such an introvert yeah. and uh, I started doing everything which I never imagined I could do in life like exactly like you said uh, that's <laughs> happens I think with everybody and I've seen my clients do yeah. that too so um, what did I start dancing um, of course uh, going out uh, in uh, you know public doing some speeches and things like that which as a mm -hmm. kid I was like if even I was scared to do good in school sometimes because they would call me up on stage to give me some award or prize I would be so scared to go up so I didn't never wanted to be like first <laughs> so that was fun right <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, yeah and yeah there there is a clarity that comes with uh, a body that functions well mm -hmm. Um, and that clarity allows us to like, okay, who am I? What do I want to do? How do I want to feel? And from a spiritual standpoint, I found that that has so much more clarity as exactly. well. Exactly. So mm -hmm. my emotions are so much better. Um, you know, the days are happier. It's so much easier to smile and have fun and see the good side it, of everything. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. 
so good. So good. Well, did you have something you want to add? Yeah, and I want to say our relations improve with everybody, like your family relations, your kids, the way we uh, have more patience with our kids, letting go of things and not being so, you know, uh, this thing like, you know, progressing in in, in thinking because I, I used to be like perfectionist kind of a person who, you know, so that changed a lot. Yeah. Now I let go and it's okay if it's not perfect, but I still do. Like fear of failure went away because I started taking more risks because, you know, you you take mm-hmm. a risk and you lose maybe first two, three times, but then you come back stronger and learn so many things. So that's very important for anybody, which whatever journey you are taking health of, everything improves. Uh, relations uh, with your partner or husband and uh, with uh, you know colleagues your work friends everything improves that's so important to enjoy life more too yeah yeah it's funny you say that the learning the lesson give you a really quick early one I'm a big fan of kids. Yeah. always have been um and so we would have these work celebrations mm-hmm. or birthday parties mm-hmm. and First, I would go have a piece of cake. And then I noticed that I felt bad after yes. the piece of cake. Mm-hmm. For a few times, that would be really good one time. And the next time, I'm like, I haven't had cake in a while. I'm going to have a piece. And then mm-hmm. I feel bad. And be that reminder, like, remember the last time you ate the cake, you <laughs> felt bad. So then, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't want to feel bad. So enjoy your cake. I'll be like enjoying my cup of tea. Let's- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself the uh, permission. Don't be like, you have to do this. And you, yeah, like uh, you don't have to feel guilty. Give yourself like, you know, with right consciousness and your body will take care. Like it will, you know, you won't have to like, you won't sabotage once you get into the habit. <laughs> you will, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did feeling good and having clarity mm-hmm. of my physical body and my mm-hmm. mind was far more important than a piece of cake. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, but that took a little while, a handful of experiences. Of course. So. Um, but, well, this has been amazing. Um, I know we could talk forever. I just want to mention a couple of things um, for our listeners. Uh, Dr. Shashi has written a chapter in a book that will be coming out in a few weeks called Down to the Core in Health and Wellness. Uh, so that'll be coming out on Amazon. And if you want to connect with her, uh, to find out about her programs or the book, um, or connecting for coaching, um, she is on Facebook. She has a great group called the post-pregnancy fat loss group. Um, and I'll put a link in the information on this podcast. And then if you're in there, you'll know when the book is released. So that's really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And people who listen here, I'm uh, ready to give like a, you know, a free consultation for you guys just to help you out and maybe start, you can implement some of the things where I can uh, help you with some changes, suggest you some changes you can make in your lifestyle. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> some quick ways. Great. Thank yeah. you. That's and I, I will give you Good. the link for the consult. You, they can just schedule. Um, it's a Calendly link. So, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Sounds good. We'll definitely put that in the show mm-hmm. notes. So thank you again, Dr. Shashi. I hope that, uh, I hope that you um, connect with a lot of people and really can transform a lot of lives. I know that you will. 
Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Excited. And yeah, um, I do have like free Facebook group for my village, which uh, they love it. And, you know, um, so I'm doing different things, which I'm really excited about to getting to the core villages on helping women even there, you know, who can't uh, don't know about health coaching much. Like they just have to listen to, you know, they don't can't afford to get you know, the real knowledge, like just what is going on in commercials on the TVs or, you know, things like people advertising. So um, I'm really excited to change lives even uh, at that level. Yeah. And um, thank you so much for your invitation and giving me the opportunity to connect with your audience also. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the, taking the time. Thank and you. And have a wonderful, amazing day. You too, you too. Take care, everyone. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Defy Gravity is here for you, for your health, body, mind, and spirit to bring you knowledge and education to empower you to own your life and be in charge of it. Come on in regularly for the knowledge that you need to support all of your life's objectives. I'm Juliana Sauber, traditional naturopath, and not only a survivor, but I've recovered. And I'm living free of health challenges that kept me down for almost two decades. So I'm here to share with you the things that I did to regain my health and get my life back and bring people to you that will also help you and give you more information and more perspectives. And that is the key to creating the life that you want. So welcome to Defy Gravity. Subscribe, come back regularly. Please invite your friends, share this podcast. Find us on Facebook and Instagram because we are here to meet your needs.